This podcast episode is powered by Afropods, the world's number one podcasting platform for African stories. They are pretenders among us, people who have mastered their ability to hide their pain, failures, struggles, and inadequacies in life. People who have the ability to mask their imperfections through material wealth and careers. In the last 20 years, social media has exploded and incubated these pretenders to grow in number and attitude. But one day, one of these pretenders broke away. This is his story. listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts, Teacher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or your favorite podcast network of your choice. If you're listening to me for the first time, I'm a regular guy posting from Southern Africa and sharing my real life experiences with other regular people. My life is not perfect and neither is yours. I am a believer and a Christian and that's what keeps me afloat. This doesn't shield me or give me any immunity from the challenges of this life but I have the greatest treasure in life, and that is hope in Christ. When all else fails, that alone is my solid ground to persevere through this life. What is your hope based on? Check out more of my other podcasts and see what I've been through along with some of my guests. Hopefully you hear why you shouldn't give up in your life too. A happy new year to all of you. And welcome to the Pretender Podcast um, once again. In today's show, I talk to my twin brother, Ralph, about his experience leaving Africa to settle in Europe, his experience uh, with the difficulty, which is a really great part of this uh, show, is, uh, his experience with uh, difficulty of childbearing. We also speak about the challenges of dealing with different cultures. Um, we speak about mental health. And get this, we talk about the secret life of twins and other stuff too, including me inventing a new word. Well, good luck telling our voices apart. Enjoy. All right, uh, it's taken us one year in the making and uh, we're doing it on the last day. <laughs> Last this is day. like real Africa stuff. <laughs> you you you're visiting for a whole month, and we do a recording a day before you leave. This is uh, yeah. We're in Africa. This is Africa. You're home. <laughs> you're home. So, but it's great that we're doing this, and I appreciate it. I think we wanted to do this for a long, long time. We almost did it like yeah, uh, virtually, but yeah. we're like uh, yeah, and we're like we're not missing this this opportunity. Yeah. Um, but either way, great you are here. And uh, we're in a new year. New year means new shoes. New, new copy shoes. There's shoes and there's copy no, shoes. Copy, new shoes, no. Anyone can get any shoe, but copy shoes are the shoes. Yeah, but I say that with a hinge of sadness because I got an Adidas. Damn Lila Who shoe. Who buys Adidas? Who buys? <laughs> Not just Adidas, the main Lila shoes. It's seven. It's damn seven. Yeah, cheap. I mean, it's a good shoe. No, it's not. 
It's a good show. We'll post the link, but it's a good show. Did you like it or did you not like it? I like the hill. It was more expensive than your Kobe show, I must add. Exactly. See? And the Kobe is just better. Ah, I mean, I can't argue with the Kobe show. Mentality is mentality, bro. I'm just saying you wasted money there. And it's not going to get to you in time. I can't argue against that. It's Max Speedies. <laughs> By the way, Max Speedies are not paying us anything for this no, name drop. We shouldn't. Even, we, we, can we edit that out? Because Max Speedies is slow, and they charge a high fee. So we're not. We're giving them free shout out for a service that we don't get. I don't think we're giving them a shout out right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not really a shout out. It doesn't need our shout out. Well, if anyone from Maxpedis is listening, uh, we could edit this part out with a bit of sponsorship. I mean, we could do that, but hey, amen. I mean, bad service is bad service. Bad no? service is bad But service. if you pay us, a copy shoe is a copy shoe, and bad service is bad service. But if you pay us, we'll shout out to you. We could. We just won't use yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but um, I mean, uh, uh, basketball shoes are a thing, and uh, I mean, uh, we won't go too deep into basketball shoes because this may lead into accounts, and accounts may lead to the wives, and the wives are listening, you know, and we need to be accountable. So we'll end there. But there's a reason we're talking about basketball shoes. Like, to us, basketball is a big deal. Yeah. And um, this year, in over the last time you were here, we play. No, no, no we, we didn't, didn't play, play together. No. We went to I. I watched you play. We were supposed to play at American International School, but then there was that whole security thing. You remember? Ah, yeah, I was in a lot. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Then we did go on the Sunday one, but you didn't come. To no, play. no I watched because I had uh, the Giovanni little boy. Yeah, my boy. Giovanni was like, so I was just watching. And but this year we we played. Played, we played like. We played two games, two games, yeah, and then we played like the real, real game, yeah, like yeah. which is like uh, for the Elam first score, time in in a long time. I, I mean, oh, I would say over six years because last time we played that. Remember the six o'clock one where we used to come with uh, Tyrell? Oh yeah, that's, that's a long that's time ago. Time, but we also didn't play on the same team. I don't, I don't think so. Yeah, we never played on the same team. Maybe so that goes further. Yeah, that, that goes further than ten years. But this time we did. We did, and it was yeah. fun. Yeah, it was and good. It was fun. fun. I, I enjoyed it. We, yeah. I mean, you were a bit nervous, but you're like, ah, once you got in the groove, yeah, you're like, ah, yeah, yeah. I could see that short coming. No, so it, it was, was fun. fun. It was fun. But eh, this is on an ankle injury. I just want to put it out there in case there was someone starting <laughs> the points. Just, I, just when I, I was, it's four months. I'm nursing an ankle injury. Not humble, dude. <laughs> I was going to add some props, but you, just you're add done. Them, you're really done. Really it was really done now. <laughs> <laughs> We're done, but but it was great. I love playing with you. Played with you since um, since we were introduced to basketball. I mean, twenty zero two. I, I want to say 2002 is the first time we started playing basketball. But it was earlier, I think, yeah. maybe we were in grade 8, and we had, like, the first intro where we didn't really yeah. know how to play, but then we, after that, it was like... Yeah, we uh, played a lot. And then I think...
think there was a time just after college we didn't play a lot together. We played on some teams, some college teams together. Yeah, yeah. But after that, I think I stepped a little bit off basketball more than more than you did. And yeah. I did too, but I think it wasn't as much as you. I mean, maybe maybe twenty zero seven we didn't play. We didn't both play. I remember I had yeah. an ankle injury for a long time, but then also it was we, we were going through some stuff. Yeah, we were, like different. We started yeah. having girlfriends, but yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Can you edit that bit? No. What what is said is said. It's it's written, man. We have it here. So we we, we had lots of fun. I remember the high school days. Like people didn't want us to be yeah, on the same yeah. team. Before brought that up. Before brought that up. Yeah, yeah. He's like, these guys can't be on the same team. Like. Dude, yeah. this is like 20 years ago when and last played. Exactly, and that was going to be a problem. Everybody was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the wild card was like, but you guys can tell us apart. Yes, so, so if we like, play yeah, on different teams, teams, you'll be making turnovers, passing to the wrong yeah. person, and we're like, ah, we got it. And that worked. That, <laughs> that worked that instantly. Yeah. yeah, and I think what, what I remember was the last game is like your defense yeah, and uh, Jimmy the, from the other team was yeah. really killing us, yeah, and yeah. it was really good. And we were like, I'll take Jimmy. That took me back to back in the day. Yeah. You know, like defense was our thing. Yeah, like yeah. even if you are not, you're not playing. Like we're off. Yeah. Like we, you know, oh. and, and you had him locked in now. until the, you served out. <laughs> and like, ah. but that was that, that was tight. Like you could. But then after that, you also like got into your group. Because yes. I mean, if you're playing defense, if you're playing, because then defense, it, it, it also allows you to pick the ball. Um, maybe you have a better chance of picking the ball. Right. If there's a miss, right. someone right. takes a shot, or you get a steal, and you push the ball forward, and you also open up because yeah. you've got. It, 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 it's kind of happened a lot where I was like, I get the ball, or someone gets a stop, and I, I'm able to run and get yeah. into position. So I think it helps because defense is. You're focused on one thing, and then so your groove comes in, and you're creating offense for others by yeah. by making by getting right. those jobs, yeah. getting rebounds. And I think that got always gets me into the. We talk about it all a lot about getting into the groove. Once you're defending, then you can you can pass the ball or, or whatever. And before long, you're able to shoot. Yeah, so that's fine. Yeah, I, I like that, and I enjoyed defending. That. He was he's really good. That guy. Yeah, he's really good. Yeah, he's he's good. He's good. Um, and uh, once you pick him up before he goes up, because when he goes up and he's in his groove, he's he's killing you, man. He can jump like he's, he can kill you. Yeah. I just like that he he got ticked off a little bit because I got him out of the game. Yeah, I, I think if you stayed on him or someone stayed too tight on him, he was done. But yeah. once he got back oh, in, he came to finish yeah, the game. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I think this is also a shout out to Bifford. We need to get our one-on-one <laughs> with George, him and George. So I think George he needs to play. George, George plays, I think. Not much, but I think I saw him posting like he was doing a comeback. You know, comeback when we're at this <laughs> age. I was like, oh, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. we'll come back to pick up games. Yeah, I, su- I suppose. Like, No, yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely come back to pick up games. He's not playing anything other than Sunday league. Yeah. 
at this age, I am playing anything other than Sunday. Nah, it's not. It's not worth it. Yeah. But uh, speaking of basketball, you know, I don't know if we watch it that much anymore. But I don't think. But we're in the news cycle, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're, yeah, okay, we don't watch a lot of basketball, but it's all we ever read. <laughs> that's the thing, like, we literally are waiting for someone to write a new article or something we already know, right? <laughs> it's like, it's almost like, I've been on this website 500 times already today, and there's nothing new. Like, you know, uh, I, yeah, we don't watch a lot of it, but... It's, it's it's just fun to check the stats, yeah, and and to hit on players we don't like. LeBron, Le- I like LeBron. I I dropped that deliberate because you wore a LeBron jersey. I uh, a LeBron Lakers jersey. Okay, okay. Wait a second. If I was going to buy a jersey, it was not going to be LeBron. That was gifted to me. That Lakers jersey was gifted. Fair to enough. Me. Pete, Pete, he got gifted the LeBron jersey. He didn't buy it. <laughs> I have a Kobe Bryant jersey. Yeah, that, the, the, the golden purple. Yes. You know when I wear it, I'm like, I shouldn't wear it. But I'm like, why? I can't frame it. Yeah. I need to wear it. Yeah. So I'm like, I, I rarely wear it. Like it's once yeah. every month yeah. when I play. Because I'm like, I may need to get another one. And yeah. I'm not gonna, it's not going to feel the same. But it's, and they're a bit pricey. They're pricey. Ones. They're very rare. So Those are awesome. Yeah, and there's... I, I was checking a couple of times. Um, there's there's more fake ones now. Yeah, yeah. I know. and uh, the rare ones you can find, but it's always the size is wrong. Yeah, yeah. That, that, yeah. Those were the perfect size, yeah. Yeah. and they didn't take long. You know, they did. We did we use Max Speedy? Yeah. Another shout out. You gotta get paid. Uh, <laughs> I'm sending this recording to Max Speedy. We got that one through Max Speedy's. I know because it was one of the cheapest ones we paid. Oh yes, yes, you're right. Yes, but is it is that what? We're, if no, no one is listening, listening, we ship a lot of stuff from eBay, US, and that's what he's saying. That the ones are here are listening to this, but sometimes, yes, yes. <laughs> so, is that what went through Ethiopia, or was it the Kobe shoes? It has the Kobe Emirates. Yeah, the Kobe shoes that took forever in Ethiopia. I, I reckon the. The jerseys too. Yes, they, they were they were cheap. They to, came with something to pay for, like because yeah. they didn't have a lot of weight. They were not cheap to get. Uh huh. Yeah, because yeah. but yes, you're right. Those came through much speedies. Yeah, because you then had to send them to my place through someone. I think. Yeah, I ship them. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool, cool. So anyway, we ship a lot of stuff and Max speedies. Do you see this? It says iShop. Someone says we should use iShop. Max Speedies or iShop. I've never used iShop. You know what? It's either another courier or Max Speedies. We are kind of a little skewed towards uh, Max Speedies, but they are pricey and they are slow. Yeah, they're fake. And you should stop adding that extra box. <laughs> yeah, they. I, 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 I hate to give them a lot of airtime, but they, why do they add? Extra box. Why? See, no what? But if we ever wanted Max Speedies to give us a payout, we we have records for everything we ever shipped. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I agree. Good. Okay. You put the that in the link, right? The Max Speedies. I'm putting Max Speedies in the link. Good. Good. 
They do ship stuff. The stuff will get here in good shape too. Eventually. <laughs> At a premium. <laughs> like there have been even three price changes. Yes. But During the time the, the the ship the shipment is still on its way, you yeah. would have the price would have gone up three yeah. times. And every time they say they've adjusted prices, like they've reduced something, it's when we're not shipping anything. When they do the discount, sorry. With that I would End our Max Speedy's conversation. So anyway, back to basketball. We have been, like, I think since last season, we're kind of chilled about it. Do not emotionally invested. Mm. Mostly because the Warriors won. Mm. Uh, Nothing is going to change with the Lakers. But I think the time we planned to do this, we were going to talk about Zion. Because you're so big on Zion. And and this time he's like playing. He's really playing. Like he's no. injured now. Yeah. Okay, yeah. When he's not playing, he's injured. Which is like a long time. Like a year out or something like that. Um, and watching him, I feel like it's, it's a bit difficult and heavy to watch him now. Because he's like heavy... Like you cringe because of the injury thing. I think it would have been pure to watch him without that history. Okay, yeah. Are you still thinking he's got a long career? Because I've got, I'm not so big on Zion. Having a I, I think Zion is still a big NBA star. I just don't know if his body can carry him more than eight seasons. This is good because then we're balanced with Lonzo. Lonzo is a bust. <laughs> You're, you're big on Lonzo. No, granted. Okay, Lonzo. Context, context. Lonzo is. If we were talking about an investment that we made into something, Lonzo would be it because we stayed up until four a.m. It's probably the only draft we ever watched in, in our lives. In our lives to see the Lakers pick Lonzo, and they did, and they were. It was a. Rough start for Lonzo, and I never gave up on him. I love that player, but truth be told, he's a bust. He's never hey, 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 hey. If you give context about, give the context about the bust thing. Okay, so he's a bust because he can. Lonzo is can. a good basketball player. Any criticism that he got early in his career for the things that he couldn't do, he went and worked and learned his. One of the best three-point shooters in the NBA. And defenders. And defenders. It's like a point, 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 guard. point guard. It moves the pace for the team when they play. The challenge is Lonzo is always hurt. He's always injured. You know, replace what you just said with Zion. I, I didn't deny it with Zion. I didn't deny and it. We're even. But Lonzo hey, might never play even. another basketball game again. Might. No, but but my Zion even will Zion might. Zion will certainly play you another. You can't buzzer, say that. But can when is Lonzo coming back? When is Zion coming back? Next week. It's two weeks. He could he could come back in There's two weeks. There's no timeline come... for Lonzo. Hey, hey man, it's injuries. You never know, man. <laughs> Kohai was out for like uh, four seasons. Long, you know what? <laughs> He's been out for four seasons. He's like Kohai is like bad Yes. <laughs> when he's there, he's there. But he's... You never know when he's there. Exactly. That's, that's like... Lonzo is Grant Hill. Um, I think Grant Hill got to play. 
don't know if I we can say that is on we can say that if Lonzo comes back. If he if he doesn't, what will he come back? If he doesn't come back we we can't compare him to Grant Hill. Grant Hill is a whole of him. Yeah, yeah, but he, he played he, enough games. Okay, he played enough games. Yeah. Not he didn't just play to his potential because everyone built him as an ex, yeah. which he should have been. I so. love Lons, I just think he's the best. Okay, cool. All right, moving away from busts, I don't want to discuss any more basketball. I think we've we've got to go into the real things here. And um, look, it's the reason it means a lot for me and you to like have. A game together to yeah. play together is not just because it's been a long time, but the fact is, you know, living in Europe, yeah. I'm back here home and uh, it's miles away. Yeah, yeah. And uh, obviously, that's, that journey wasn't easy for both of us, yeah. but in different ways, you know. And yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, like you had to deal with the fact that you had to settle in a new country yeah. and then you live home, leave friends, yeah. leave uh, me behind. And for me, it was just like, you're not there anymore, yeah, yeah, close yeah. enough and all that, but you had to settle in that. Tell me about uh, your journey setting, settling in the different culture, uh, continent and world life. I know, I mean, now you've moved on to another city, yeah. country in Europe. Yeah. Um, so tell me about that. Yeah, I think first I want to say a lot on the moving away that that's, it's, I think it just never got, gets old us living apart, I think. it's we, But... When I think back to the first time we lived apart, I think those years prepared us. You went all the way in northwestern province. Yeah. So, and then I was in the eastern side of the town. It was like a great gaff, yeah. right? Like you have to get back to Lusaka. Yes, to meet. To, yeah. And then, and then you go but, either yeah, way. You know. Exactly. So I think those those helped. Um, and, and then... We also then both came back to Lusaka, so where that phase where we saw each other every weekend and yeah. spent a lot of time. So that kind of prepared, but not as much. Yeah, moving to another country is, is always exciting, I think, depending on how you go, where you go. I don't know if the people who go over the migrant boats would say it's exciting. So it's so scary, but it's moving. It's, it's always, I think for me, it was about the challenge. I always wanted to Europe and maybe in those days I used to say maybe two years just to get context and learn something and come back. So yeah, I think the first the first year was tough. The first year was tough uh, um, on an emotional level, but we did like like we always do. We spoke a lot. We yeah. shared challenges, and um, but that first year was tough. I I, I remember I had a nine month contract. Yeah, and that. And I wanted, to, I was looking so much forward for that nine month to lapse to come back home. Yeah. And then that was extended for a year, to a year. And yeah, it was it was just not easy. I remember calling you in uh, Vienna, just breaking down. I think I'd gone for a meeting there and things just, you know, it's different. You're dealing with cultures and people. Uh, you always call me a lamb because <laughs> I always... You believe the best about people until they prove me wrong, and and a lot of people proved me wrong and took advantage of my uh, my openness and my desire to connect to people. And that particular moment was the worst. Um, and we talked through that night, yeah. right? Yeah, so that I, and that's how I remember. I think beyond after that, all the challenges that have come have been easier. But yeah, moving to a new country is exciting, but yeah, yeah, because I think 
for how many months? Chip was back here for a month. The, f- the first month she was on it was a, it also felt like years, but yeah, it was only a month. F- was yeah, for a month. A month she joined at me. the most, but she like joined three weeks or so. And and yeah, I remember we do we sell our stuff or do we not? Do we sell our stuff? Or do we not? And then we eventually was like, we're not coming back. We yeah. sold our stuff. The the, the, the now fourth month, they started selling our things. Because also it messes you up financially. I think it, I, I couldn't deal with it because that was 2018, right? 2018, yeah. And I was also in transition. Yeah. Here, yeah. And it was, it was, it was the worst, the worst of feelings. I mean, yeah. and I remember because during that time I was also relying on you a lot. Yeah. yeah. Because I was going through a lot of stuff yeah, and yeah. I was trying to find my feet, yeah. leaving a job and trying to set something up. And and I feel like 2017 was like a good year where like I was completely dependent on you. Yeah. Like, you know, we're doing the swimming lessons yeah. to allow yeah, us to spend exactly. a lot of time and what, what not. And then uh, 2018, we're moving to a new house and boom. Yeah. You have to go. I was excited about it because I know that's what you wanted. You've always wanted to yeah. You're set up for that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, like, yeah. it's for you. I always tell people, like, why aren't you following your brother? I'm like, my brother, you, you don't get it, but like, that's, that's where he belongs. Yeah, yeah. At least for now, that's yeah. like, he had that dream, you know, yeah, yeah. and he's built for that. You yeah. know what I mean? He still faces challenges, but he's built for that yeah. sort of thing. I'm not like, yeah. I don't. It's funny you should say that because I get the same question. Um, both from people, less from people who are here in Zambia, but from people I work with or people that whom I get like, is your brother gonna join you? Like, you don't get it. People just expect this yeah. this thing that that we're, they're twins. They just go everywhere right. like this. People always miss the little thing that we are we are different personalities, yeah. but very alike. Yeah. But at the same time, like. It's, 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 yeah, it's I don't different. think they get it. I don't you know? think they get it. it I don't like, think they get it. Like, most people sometimes, uh, and I've, I've gotten uh, certain people, when they know you, they get yeah. to know both of you, they've had an opportunity to interact with you. Like, oh, you're not really alike. Yeah. Well, because they can tell you yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah. And then, but before they're like, oh, you're so yeah. alike. But they, they think that's where, like, the alikeness ends. Yeah, like, yeah. it's the, maybe, yeah. it's and the now same. I can tell them yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, they can't get the differences. Like you, I, I always tell people, like we could, you could be here and we're talking about it, and you won't even get it. Like, <laughs> you'll be smiling, on, and we're, we're speaking yeah. the same language. You know that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. So uh, you're right about that because, like, I we're so different, and I I I, I tell them like I could go and visit and be fine with it, but him is like he's. he's that's his thing. Like he wants to be there. He had, it's part yeah. of his dream. It's part of his dream. And in a way, I feel like that's how God set us up. Like yeah. it works for us to be like, I'm here. You're yeah, there. Yeah. And we have a link to both worlds. Right, you know what right, I mean? Right. And um, yeah, that's true. And it's, yeah, because the same thing. Like you, you are into farming like crazy. I am not. Yeah. I, I love you living are, on a farm. You, are, you want to live on the farm and be I, saved the food and I, see the animals see and the see animals the nature, but not the do the work. Right, the quad. Which is, you, you know what is strange? Yeah. I didn't like manual work whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Like, I, I don't even know how this whole farming thing. Yeah, yeah. I think it's, again, it goes back to the personality. Yeah. Like, I'm, 
I'm more wanting the quiet, the peace. No, let me tell you one thing. Let me interrupt. I went, I went to see that uh, just a week or so ago in Kawe. Yeah. And I look at the setup at his house. <laughs> family, I'm like, I'm like, oh, yeah. oh my god! <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I know, I know. Last month when we went to see him, I was like, we're having a conversation. Like, hey, did I tell you to dad? <laughs> you did. Uh, who wants stuff? My dad won't throw away a thing. He has newspapers from 1998. Look at my desk. Look at my desk. And you don't either. You've, you've know, turned right? into dad. I know. I was like, that's what the family. Thinks. I was like speaking to him. I'm like, yeah. I really turn into that. I would clutter. I have a challenge with like throwing away stuff. And now I love farming and growing stuff. And chip skates. Look, I bought... We're not going to mention figures here because I'm going to be in trouble with my wife. <laughs> my shoe is three times expensive than yours. No, it's not. It's like two times. No, I can't argue with you on the chipskate. You Before shipping. You, you don't even bargain. Okay, it's tough. I, you know, you you know this is funny. This is funny. When I do work, I am like one of the toughest negotiators. Like I negotiate partnerships, I negotiate sales. But when I'm buying something, I am useless at bargain. It's like you think you've negotiated with everybody. <laughs> exactly. Oh, that's your way. Useless. Like, I'm like, how much did you spend on that? Why? Like, let me show you something. Like, the same thing, I'll get it for cheap. I'm like, why? <laughs> it's the algorithms. I live in Europe. The algorithms are just, yeah. you know. <laughs> Which is funny. Because I remember when we were in college, you were the thrifty spender. You were like, we don't spend money. Like, yeah, why? <laughs> why? Don't we? It's money that has to be spent. Now you're like, I'm trigger happy. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly why you're at home in Europe, dude. <laughs> so, but but then, what did you find like most uh, most surprising and most challenging, like moving to Europe and like you didn't expect the things that obviously you thought you would find, and what did you find that you didn't expect, and what was like the biggest challenge to adjust? It's, it's a tricky one now. So, I for context, I moved to Rome in Italy, mm-hmm. and now I live in Hamburg in Germany. The first. Thing, the first surprise, um, no, I want to say surprise, the thing that had the most impression on me moving to Europe is the respect for work, any type of, and I remember saying this in my first visit yeah. here, yeah. the janitor has a role to play, yeah. that guy contributes to society, whereas here we classify a lot of the work, he's a gardener, he's a, in the office and whatever. But if the gardener doesn't clean your house, things get messed up. There, yeah, and he plays a role. You, play, yeah. you respect the way that he yeah, is doing work. We don't look at it like he's not as educated. No, no, that's that that up to date. I lift it up, and when I and it, I don't maybe change my perspective, but it also impressed it made an impression on me. So that when I come back and I speak to people like that, oh, he's just doing this course. I'm like, no. hmm. as long as that's that's what he wants to do, and he's not stealing. Is where and is contributing to society. There has to be something to do that job. So that that was that that really impressed me. Then, uh, like I said, context in Italy, they love family. The family. I just love the parks. 
you've got the part like three generations are going out for a walk in the park and I'm big on family. Um, less so these days because I'm more closer to you and my own family. But those days, you know, everybody, every cousin I had a number for. You and still do? Uh, no, I don't. Mm, I think you do. Yeah, some. Like, I cut off everybody as soon as like, right. like you know I'm not going to carry people's burdens along especially family yeah, negativity, negativity you're, you're, out. Go, you're gone like <laughs> I I have a certain tolerance and I'm big on relationships yeah. and family as well but I see through people quickly and I like but, but I, you're suspicious no I'm not suspicious yeah I get burned too lots of times of course so except unlike you I learn. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 you burned me once. Now we're gonna like, no, I'm, I'm not gonna cut the person out, but I'm like, you know, we, we'll be like at a safe distance, you know. Then if you wanna burn me, like, exactly why, you see, you see? But you're like, no, 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 I'm like, so I remember telling you this, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Best teacher is experience. <laughs> <laughs> like so, we're not going to mention names here. But I was like, I told you, <laughs> I told you, but now you know. I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, uh, that's that's the thing. Yeah. So I got burned a lot of times, and early on, you know, like, um, and I told you about it. I was like, you know what, these guys are, yeah. And you know, I it didn't stop me from trying. I would come back, especially when we left Lusaka. Yeah. We would both come here and be like, let's visit this. Yeah, 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 let's visit yeah, that. Yeah. We, we used and to make And afterwards, like, no, you're going on your own. Yeah. Yeah. I, and I think I'm still big on family because. That part is dad's, actually. We should, we get, we, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad's, dad's, right. dad's I mean, is always dad's trying to unite everybody, and that's a great thing. And I think I'm still big on family. I think now that we're growing older, I think it's a different phase on how we, you can let go. And also, Living so far away from home, no family, um, I get tired of my wife and kids. So I think that's, yeah, so I think the family is big, but that, that really impression me needed. But then there are also other things that you just realize that we don't have time to go into them, but there are also things that I didn't like about, about Europe. I, and I, I want to give the context. In Italy, not a lot of things. But there's also just the dis, not dishonor, but like disrespect that is given to other societies. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they, most cultures, and I have to be careful, but like more, they just assume like we don't know what we're doing out here. Mm-hmm. We don't know anything. We don't know what, just because the internet is faster. You know? <laughs> It is fast. It is fast. I mean, it is fast. I'm I'm like, ah, and there's no logic. But the the fact that, you know, you just think it's uh, whatever Trump called Africa, right? I think that is, they don't give room to really see you. So, for instance, everybody assumed I came to Italy in a boat. For context, when you go to Europe via boat, yes. You should put a link around the migrant crisis. Yeah, the migrant crisis. For sure, I'll do that. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's for somebody who said, like, do they even realize you get paid more, 10 times more than any of the people here? And and so Chipo and I, my wife Chipo, had a conversation and said, we're not going to be bitter about the way they look at you or the way they disrespect you. 
and we decided that we are just different. Nobody is greater or lesser, but we're just different. Mm-hmm. And, and and that's important. And we, we, you already said this on your show, we're both Christians, right? Mm-hmm. And God just made people differently. Differently abled, if you like, with different focuses and stuff. And we decided, we talked a lot about this. People are just different. Europeans are different from Africans, from South Americans, and things like that. Um, but you just can't assume that one society, because of the way things don't work or work uh, any less than you. Right. Right. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I think um, what I remember most coming to Europe, like, I love the internet. Yeah. Well, we bought that. We bought that. Uh, it was, we came when I was just buying the Wi-Fi for that house, yes. apartment. That's, we collected it together. Yeah, yes. that was awesome. Yeah. And... Uh, I loved Rome particularly. I, I loved the arts, you know. I'm big on art. Fake art. Both. <laughs> you know, I, I can't fault effort. That guy was giving his effort. So, um, I think I also love the fact that you can walk at night. There's lighting. You could, you could like take walks yeah. as a family in the night and then evenings, yeah. you know, you have, like you could have family evenings, yeah. walk yeah. and all, yeah. like, you know, and um, I also love the transport network, yeah. those things and all. Um, what I didn't like, I was claustrophobic. I'm so big on space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The first two weeks adjusting was hard. Yeah. So I, I, I was like, oh, this are so small and, and it's winter and it's, it's winter you don't go outside don't go and like you, you always see me I'm like I just, for, even when I have no reason like yeah. this is from when we're young yeah, yeah. you just have to go yeah, outdoors man <laughs> one or the other you have to find so, so that, was, that was quite difficult but definitely that that uh, whole internet thing and I think I didn't notice them the Europeans and the thing as much uh, and I've, I'm comparing this to yeah. say, for example, you go in South Africa yeah. and the way you are treated as a black person, the, uh, the culture, which is uh, you feel it, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. I didn't notice them because I didn't pay attention yeah. to them, yeah. but I saw so many similarities yeah. with them because I think the family thing got me. Yeah. But I, I suppose uh, that whole that I love that I think yeah. just being able to. Yeah. The winter I cannot do, but and that's not even bad winter. Yeah, I know that, that winter is, is nice. That yeah. winter in Rome is nice. But also, you didn't like panetone. We import it. We, no. we get the panetone. I liked it so much. We get it. Yeah, we and you're like, we know panetone is off. This is not even dry. And then we go for a run, like a ten kilometer run at the um, what do you call it? The, it's the it's the, the annual uh, we run Rome. We run Rome. Link in that. Um, we run Rome. They do a, a a 10k every year on the last day of the year. So you run 10k, and after that you get you have to rehydrate. You have to get yeah. like sugar back in your blood. And, and what do they serve? Well, they don't do it every time. But yes, they were serving that particular run. After we ran the race, yeah. we were so exhausted and all that, and they give us panetone like anything we would do. do. And then we we're like, huh? It's panetone. It's good. We went and actually we bought, bought some. 
and we bought boxes and boxes of furniture. I know we have to import that stuff every year. So every time, out. every year, I I send Tyler because yeah, Tyler, <laughs> yeah, Tyler loves loves furniture. I I love it too. Furniture, I love furniture. It's it's it's, it's it represents Christmas for me. Yeah, that, yeah. That, that reminds. You know what? I don't. I I forgot to mention. Yeah, the flea market. Yes, <laughs> the flea market is. It's Porta Portesa, which is like in Italian, like uh, marketplace. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was awesome. Like, like you could. That's the only place where I was an actual cheapskate. <laughs> like, you know what I got get, in like fifty euro. <laughs> you could get a we we went. I got a sweater, a cool sweater for fifty cent. Fifty, <laughs> half a euro. That place you could. You could when we need to give you a plaque for that fifty cent on a you you never spend quality. you never spend less than three euros when in well not with you I did <laughs> oh man. but seriously that flea market is one of the best every Sunday and stuff. Yeah, but like we had fun going through that. I, it was, I mean, that visit when you came, I think that, and on a serious note, it kind of released me uh, and I felt set. I was like, oh, it didn't feel so far away again. But even between that, I'd come, we'd come before. Because yeah, you, came, you came after Giovanni's birth. But like, it's, it, I was like, Family is not that far mm, after yeah. all, and you know, and and always for us, I think the thing, maybe I don't know if it happens with other twins, but for us, it's the shared experiences like that we treasure the most. Yeah, and it's like that. that if we, we didn't do it together, together like, yeah, you come like, to my I can't share it, and we can't talk about it. That was the thing about you coming over and the activity. It was winter, so we couldn't do so much, and Giovanni was little, like. A month or two, like, yeah. But we did so much stuff. We went everywhere. We Decathlon. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't buy a lot of stuff from Decathlon, but we went there several times. <laughs> yes. Like you, you actually pick something, and then you're like, "Huh? If I think about the price, <laughs> can I get it later?" I don't know. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. I mean, even like for myself, like that was a. That was 2019 going into 2020. Yeah, it was yeah. like a transition phase. I needed it. I yeah, didn't know yeah, I needed yeah, it that much. Yeah. I needed that visit. And I know 2020, uh, getting back from Europe was a little bit tough, but yeah. I had like this, I think, renewed focus. Right. Uh, that's where I really transitioned yeah. into a, out yeah. of yeah. and into other stuff that yeah. really made sense. But I think it was so critical and we just I just didn't know that so it was good but I think one thing that I don't want to lose focus on is like you moving to Europe and we talked about Chipo staying behind maybe for three to four weeks Mm. Um, but she had a big role like in in really uh, settling and supporting you because you know I mean she had to quit her job here first from Chipata to join you yeah. in Osaka and then um, before she could settle yeah. in and then you guys had to move to Europe I mean <coughs> I mean here you know about my show we give credit to the women yeah. like we, we give credit to the women in our lives tell me about the role that she played uh, and considering that it was really a big change um, what was that like for you I, I 
you know, I, I would never have been able to do to do it. Um, I don't know if I ever told you. Right after we, right when we were about to get married, I really like I said, I wanted to go to Europe for a long time, and that I was applying for this Chevening scholarship to the UK to go and do my masters, and we were about to get married, and, and I was telling, oh yeah, so I'm applying for this. Probably have to go for a year, and she was. Then she told me, "What about me? What happens to me? Like you could stay a year with her." She was like, "That's not happening. That's a little bit selfish." I was like, "I was so pissed off. How you say this is my dream?" But eventually, I I came around. I was like, "She's making sense. We're only about to get married, and this is me going to do my dream, and then I leave. Um, I leave her behind." Uh, but one thing about her is we, and that's connected us. We are both adventurers. We wanted to always wanted to travel the world and and her leaving her job for us to come and live together then she gets a job just as I'm moving to Europe and says hey I'm coming with you I think she plays a big role being so supportive she's always we, we do everything together so I, I I mean she's she's a big big reason why I'm, I'm successful and I'm also comfortable in taking risks. She, if if I want to take any risk, risky decision, except buy a copy shoe, uh, I will let her know. I need anybody? Anybody's <laughs> permission for that? <laughs> I will let her know. We talk about it, and more often than not, she'll say, "Let's do this." And so I, yeah, it's and sometimes, many times, even just my most recent job change, she was like, "You need to go." Need to issue the one push. So she, I, 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 long story short, she gets me, um, and where where I want to go, and 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 where we both want to go, and she understands uh, how to. She knows exactly how to push me, how to ask me to check these things and all of that. Uh, and by the way, she's the only person in our in my family, my little family, who's got a master's degree. Uh, from Europe, <laughs> levels, levels. <laughs> yeah, so she, she, she's not like she's just been sitting around, yeah, and hanging out. So yeah, that's and that's the thing. I mean, uh, we've had this conversation. I think we had the, this conversation with them, the yeah. four of us, uh, Sarah, Chipo, and you and them. Like, we are the the people everybody sees. Mm-hmm. And everyone was interested. We are the twins, and yeah. you, we are the risk takers, and that sort of a thing. But but behind, they're like there, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, and people would assume like, oh, they're just people who just sit, I you know, they're not doing anything. Their wives are being, exactly. also these guys are like the ones with all the money or all their ideas and then their wives are just sitting, but they're like, they're not people, people, yeah. so to speak, like, yeah. it, but they're really doing big things of yeah. their own in, behind the scenes. Absolutely. So, so that's, yeah, that's like, a good point to make and, and, and people often see What's on the surface? Yeah, they see, yeah. oh, it's, these guys yeah. are taking their lives. So it's not taking. It's, yeah, we're, we're going, going together. We're going together. together. Recently, we just you, you guys came back from SA to do a course in farming, yeah. which you are big, and I'm like, oh, you would never get me to do a course in farming. you've not even been in my garden. <laughs> I've been. I went. What did you? I went to get uh, uh, garlic ah. for the bosquet that we made ah. for Christmas or our Christmas lunch. Mm. That, that That's as far as you go. <laughs> it's as far as you go. I mean, you you don't have guinea fowls anymore. 
That's that's all I want. <laughs> you ate the last one. Yes, but there are the two others that you let well, to well, after you, you guys ate the last one, they ran away. They were like, we're not being eaten. We're not ending up like those yeah. guys. We should claim them from the neighbors. <laughs> so yeah, for sure, you're speaking about them, um, like being the, the our wives being in the background, but they're really the ones, like yeah. you know, they're doing. Videos. I wouldn't say in the background, actually. Yeah, but people because people don't see that. Like maybe yeah. if they always assume, uh, you know, Ralph took his wife to yeah, home yeah. and to to Germany, and they don't get that you. Like we're speaking about the challenges, yeah. they don't understand what it means. Like she's the one pushing you, she's the one encouraging you to make yeah. the moves, and and that sort of thing. And also, she's not just sitting there; she's doing her own thing, right? Big thing. right. Just because my wife doesn't have a podcast, <laughs> doesn't mean she's not yeah. she's not doing big things. So, so that's that's definitely uh, they are in the background because people see what they want to yeah, see, yeah, yeah. and then you know I'm at a stage where I don't care if you get the story; I don't owe you an explanation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so. Like you don't have to give the necessary detail yeah, yeah. to everybody, but they are they are actively there. Yeah, they are actively there, steering arguments, yeah, pissing exactly. you off, exactly. you know that kind of a thing. They are active. Yeah. They are quite active. Quite active. active. Yeah, a little too much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know you're you're you're, you're right, and I think uh, I remember when you said you know what we we were so adamant about not getting married early and then one day you come like ah, I think I'm getting married what's this dude doing right <laughs> what's this dude doing and but I think I always say don't go into marriage just for the sake of marriage go in when you found the right person mm-hmm. and you want to share the rest of your life and and we've been really blessed to find two well each of us one woman uh, two yeah. spouses a, a spouse for each of us that really Compliments us, and, I, and that's the way it compliments us. Uh, you know, they are not afraid of whether we disagree with them to bring out their opinions, and sometimes they, they it's, it's vice versa. And they don't, but like they are very bold, strong. You have to be bold, man. Right? Not strong women, strong-headed <laughs> women. Uh, <laughs> style, knock on wood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ooh know what they want right. and who say what they want and who hold us together when we fall apart and y- you and I are like softies right <laughs> we fall apart easily yeah. but these, these amazing women keep us up can we can we get a, a, a prize for giving all these projects yeah we'll, we'll, we'll get away with all the things that we've done and said on this podcast so, that's our prize so that's, that's really cool so you speak about uh, moving on now you're Spent like almost four years in Rome. Yeah, about four and a half. So yeah, four almost in May. Yeah, so it's, yeah, it's four years. In, I spent four years in Rome, and uh, you've been almost a year now in Germany. Almost. Yeah, I'm very believe that. Yeah. two months ago, a year. And we are not yet. We've not. Obviously, we've just been there like half uh, less than a year, almost a year. Yeah. Next month or so, I think April, March. Yeah. Yeah, that will be the day. That will be the day. Yeah. So, but but obviously, this is a different place, different role, different yeah. organization, uh, and, and a job that I think 
I, I don't know anybody who didn't want you to take that yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. And personally, I had selfish interest because <laughs> I'm getting a boatload of coffee, all kinds of coffee. Yeah, like I, I surely want to say that because everybody will be coming to you for a stash. <laughs> no, no, people don't. They say I'm unapproachable. <laughs> yeah, but but hey, by the time they get here, it's not there anyway. So, is it? so I mean, you like can I just say you make the weakest coffee on it? No, look, if you're going to make this, Pete would disagree. What? But remember, I've been like off my game since August. Ever since I had those headaches, so I, I had to. It's flav- It's coffee I flavored know. water. I know, that but the, the, that's not what I did. You ask Buy real coffee. You ask, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm coffee. not taking a coffee. Look, I was making my coffee in a mocha. I was not using a plunger because the plunger is not, it's it's not, not ruined. That coffee. was me. Like I was putting two spoons. But he's like, no, don't put that much. You're a, a junkie. And then when I've been, since I got sick, like from August, September, I was like, I was off coffee for a whole month because I didn't know exactly what was causing my ish, man. It did me bad. Like I can't, like I haven't, I haven't been back in my groove. Don't worry, you change your doctor. You know what? I went to a doctor. I was having <laughs> headaches, and she was like, "Okay, yeah, here's medicine. Get some rest and whatever." Do you drink coffee? Don't stop drinking. Don't break your routine. Okay. Yeah, I need that. <laughs> but I, but I hope, of course, I understand. Especially with migraines and yeah, stuff so, like that. So, so you're just getting but, old. No, don't worry. But you like so when I drank your coffee, I'm like. How do you even put sugar in this? Who made this? Sugar. I was like, Sarah's looking at me like, it's not me, it's, it's, it's Ralph. I'm like, huh, I used to take this thing out of coffee. But I can't, I'm, I'm not drinking this coffee. I will get to it. I will get to it. My mocha has been off again. So, yeah. So, I mean, that, getting back to it, like, we really all wanted you to make that move. We love Rome. Everybody yeah. in this house loves Rome. Yeah. But we're like, you needed to make that move. Yeah. So, uh, tell me about, uh, Hamburg, how you're sitting in, uh, yeah. the nuances and the differences that you kind of see. I mean, so people, people don't that. like to hear it, but that's the truth for some of us. Yeah. Um, God leads the way. Yeah. I mean, God opens doors, God closes doors. We are, He has given us the free reign to do whatever we want. But if we trust Him, He will take us beyond our wildest dreams. Yeah. Um, we don't have the time to go into details about this 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 stuff, but the truth is it's it's more than I could write up if I were writing my own script for a movie. Yeah. Um, and spare parts. Spare parts. <laughs> like Prince, Since Prince, Prince Harry beat us to it, he used spare We say spare parts. If you're writing a book, spare parts. Spare parts. Spare parts. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah. I love, love Rome. My heart is in Rome. Um, but I needed to move to Hamburg um, for, for, where, for the next part of my journey. I love that you, when we were starting the podcast, we were talking about your own journey. And that is it. It's a journey. Every one of us is on a journey of our lives. And we just need to know when to jump on the bus and mm-hmm. jump off. Yeah. Jump on, and for those who fly, jump on a plane and jump off. <laughs> you know? yeah. but, but it's a journey. And this part of the journey is now in Hamburg. Um, I had, bet I had so many different offers, better offers than the job that I took, uh, including to remain with the UN. But when you know the right step you're making, you know, and we're loving Hamburg. It's 
our kid loves it. We're settling there. It's better for Chipo's career too. Um, and and so we're, we're just loving Hamburg. But I've got to say, when you do come to visit Hamburg, we'll probably go out to Rome. Yeah, <laughs> we have to go to Rome. Do you know one of the reasons I want to go back to Rome? Like, Porta Portes. Is the market we call it Sarah Portese because Jay's wife spent every day she was in Rome. Not only every day, all her money, all her money, her and location of it. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at at, at Portese, so we call it Sarah Portese. Yes, we, we will go out. The other thing, also, I really love my job. It's I love coffee, drinking coffee. Um, I became a coffee junkie working with Emmy. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then once I moved to Rome, it was like it's the law. I just can't start my day without coffee. I have I used to have a, a peak five. Even now I'm having like three. But I love coffee, and I'm working for a coffee company, and I know nothing about coffee other than drinking. So just learning the new challenge, the challenge of relearning my German and all these things. Like I said, it's just so beautiful how. I'm going to say it, how God scripted that we should end up in Hamburg right now. There's other things we won't go into that yeah. just aligned for what I want to do next uh, and they'll work out in Hamburg. It's funny. Uh, I mean, this is the last bit before we go into another focus. It's funny when people are like, oh, your brother, where is your brother? I'm like, your brother is in Europe. Where in Europe? He's in Germany. I'm like, oh, but the language. I'm like, you don't know. Yeah. If I tell you, you think I'm, I'm kidding, but my brother learned how to speak German uh, maybe 12 years, 12 years ago. Yeah. He just like, I want to speak German. And what, I mean, uh, I mean, we're good with languages. like yeah, yeah, yes. But like he just, uh, and God completes that story right. and takes you to German. I mean, you went to Italy for a whole, for almost five years. Yeah. And it's a completely different language. Yeah. And obviously you haven't used German for long, but you learned how to speak yeah. it. So yeah. it's like, reactivating something that's that's kind of the stuff that people wouldn't get if they hear the also be like it's just a coincidence and all that but god places all these things in a certain part and and it's amazing how it brings it full circle absolutely if i if you ask me why did you start learning german those years i don't even know why i picked it it was so random and but yeah god knows has this way so Okay, cool, amazing. Now, uh, you became a father in 2019 when you were in Rome, a year later. Yeah. Okay. And um, I mean, specifically going into much heavier stuff, you know, everyone has a burden to bear in life. Mm. It's, It's true. Doesn't matter what mm. culture you're from, what mm. color of your skin you are, what level of wealth you have. Everyone of us has a burden to bear. And for you, I think you know my my stories all over. Yes, yes. But for you, it was childbearing. Yeah, and and it was five years, almost five years. Let's see, we got married in 2015. Yeah, so yeah, four years. And it was one of the hardest things for me because obviously I went through the lose a child, yeah, but I eventually had a child. Yeah. And I felt like 
you speak about shared experiences. That's one of the things like you, you and Tyler have been buddies for yeah. like for me it wasn't like complete so I, I always kept constantly praying about it and yeah, yeah. and and it took so long, you know. The first time you told me that you're expecting it was just awesome. But just being able to have that child there, Giovanni being born and to come I mean it's a whole different yeah. thing. Yeah. But tell me what that was like for you and tell me how that journey I mean we've talked about it you've told me yeah. a lot of times we've gone through it I mean we never really talked much about it mm. before uh, before Giovanni was born but I knew you know like you don't have yeah, to tell yeah, exactly. that, right so tell me how it finally felt to be a wonderful father to no I mean that's experience by the way Giovanni's favorite story is about how he came to be and the day he was born when he came home and I tell him this story all the time because his name Giovanni is John in English yeah. and 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 he's a miracle me and Chipota say he's, he's a miracle because uh, I, we didn't even think we'd have him and uh, he's named after the scripture in John 1 verse 6 which says there was a man sent from God whose name was John because when he's in Italy and he was born in an Italian hospital, coincidentally also called San Giovanni, um, we called him the Italian version of John Giovanni. But yes, that was a tough period. And can I just give a shout out to Chipo? Yeah. Because often the biggest pressure in when uh, struggling to conceive or child in childbearing and childlessness, the biggest pressure is on a woman, at least in our culture. And I think it's the same in other cultures too. And you can only imagine some of the questions that you get asked. Oh, but you, you look, you've gained weight. Are you, do you have something to tell us? You know, people, you know, it, it, but she was such a strong patient, more patient. Uh, I don't say, I was ready to give up and move on. She kept believing that we were going to have a child at some point. So that was not a heavy, it's not something that we talk about often and which is what we should do. And I'm glad on this podcast you provide the platform to talk about things like that. Look, I just gave you plaudits. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and we, we, it's, it's something that should be talked about and it's more common than you think. It's only after my experience that I started to hear it. Well, just like I think the, the last podcast we were talking about miscarriages and losing children, it's more common than you think, but it's never spoken about, right? And it, it's, it was such a difficult one because you don't know when it will happen. It's a hope that kills you. Will it not? Will it happen? And, and I mean, long story short, it's not an easy burden, but all through it, uh, and I'm starting a, a, a website and a, uh, and a YouTube channel to tell different stories. Uh, and I want to tell the stories of hope that I got from different people at different points in different aspects of my of my life. Um, and I, I just want to say it was difficult, but I think eventually God comes through. And it's, oh, it's true. I was there in that in that um, what. When Giovanni was being born, we stayed uh, with Chipo at 19 hours a day before playing Scrabble, which we love to do every time. And then I came at midnight, I was called. She was like, I've been taken to the theater to deliver. I stayed with her through that night. If you've never been <laughs> at, a ch- at a, the birth of a child, it's the most beautiful thing. 
This Giovanni right now is crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, wants, he wants to feature in the podcast by <laughs> crying. Yeah. But that was what I remember vividly every moment. And that was the first to hold him before Chipo could hold him. It's three years old, man. Unbelievable. It's three years old. When you speak like about shared experiences, I, I think I, I told you this. Yes. <laughs> People who have kids without complications, so yeah. to speak, and um, um, a lot of people assume children is just mom and dad went yeah. to bed yeah. um, because this is a kid-friendly child. <laughs> mom and dad went to bed and they were pregnant and a child. And you take it for granted. That's why I think most people don't really understand the custodianship of looking after a soul yeah. and a child. But when you've had difficulty in having a child and then you actually have you value them for what they are sometimes to a fault. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I feel like that moment when you actually the child comes everyone at, when they think about children they think about costs and college already and all those things and they're there I agree with yeah. you but I didn't yeah. like and it's the same for you yeah. you know like did you cut the umbilical cord by the way yes <laughs> people love this <laughs> <laughs> you know that that whole experience like everyone was like yeah I was just waiting for her to be distressed I'm like I'm there like the whole yeah. night and you don't sleep like you're just looking at this thing and you're like is it really is it, is it true it's ugly by the way when it comes out of yeah, yeah like all that, that thing that just, I don't know did Giovanni cry it's the same with Tyler it's like it's just there like, yeah you know what I mean but that whole experience yeah. means something and throughout the life of the child and your life you have a different everyone treasures their children mm-hmm. but when you actually realize they are a gift they are a gift it's not man made you just don't choose if you choose you would not have it anytime you don't want to have it you know, they are a gift so that that's a big deal I mean I'd like you to like share what you advise couples who are going through that who may not end up having a child some would do um, because I, I think it's a big battle that people are facing a right. big challenge and um, also specifically men yeah. who, who are going through a similar experience you know yeah. I, 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 it's funny I was talking to somebody it's not, it's not funny but it's coincidental I was talking to somebody last week about this and she was going through something similar what really helped me and me and Chipo in particular is we talked about it. Mm-hmm. Talk about it, cry. I am not ashamed to say I cry sometimes and I cried a lot because mm-hmm. I love I love kids. Tyler was, me and Tyler, even today, Tyler, Jay's son, we're, we're really close. I love kids. We had 50. He thinks you're cooler than me. I am. That um, <laughs> um, <laughs> goes without saying. Uncle Ralph is cool, not Papa. We talked about it and we shared experience of frustrations and what we want. We also dream when we, you know. And the second thing is. Let go. Mm. And I was saying this to someone else. Let go. It's easy for me to say maybe now because I have a child. But your life and your marriage and your marriage relationship will not be defined 
by having one of the chameleon shower. You can choose to let it define you. And somebody also said this and the science backs it up. Very rarely is childlessness permanent. Very rarely. And there are special cases, but a lot of the times it's different things which I won't go into and uh, because I, I, I talk to different people about it. But let go. So we we let go and we immersed ourselves into each other. We said we're going to share and have an adventure together. Um, we were fortunate enough to be moving to a new city, so we were exploring and having fun. We we had games. We spent time with each other. And when even it happened, we weren't, we weren't even, we, were, we didn't, we saw the signs were there, but we didn't even think it was that. So let go, he message you. But once you decided this must happen by hook, by crook, or by whatever, that the, the pressure stays, and, yeah. and it's the same for everything, yeah. no business, whatever. Right. So uh, that's so say number one. Um, Talk about it as a couple. Share experiences, your frustrations, and whatever. Talk to other people if you can. And number two, immerse yourselves into each other and let go. Number three, maybe it's number one. Go to the hospital, medical, and have just get the understanding. What's yeah. the issue? Get tested. I hated going to the hospital too for this. It's a bit strange. The process is not fine. But like it's it's important, so you know. Okay, what where's the issue? And also for men, let's talk about men because we're men here. Um, the, I I got a question: Would you believe it by someone? Wow, you still stuck with this woman even without a, a child? And they're assuming the assumption is always there's something there's wrong with the woman, woman. right? So right? No, no, it's not about that. And there's typical we know this all these stories where people just go out because, like I said, you're defining your your marriage and your age by having a child. So therefore, I will go and get a child from another woman or whatever and things like that. But as men, supportive of our wife, and a lot of the time it's about this conversation. Our wives are not strangers; they are not, I don't know, kids. We, we talk equal to. Equally, and when we talk to them about how I, I, I really want a child, it sucks to not have a child to say these things and to share and to talk about. I think if what's the point of having a child, a child, if your relationship, your marriage relationship, and the fundamentals of your home are broken? So that child will just walk into it. It's not the child that will change things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Invest in your relationship. That's that's what I would say. There's so much more you could I could share, but I think that was was the easiest way to put it. That's amazing. And then transitioning into how that really affected you, as you've shared a bit about it. But this kind of ties into a segment I wanna go into, like with the many challenges you go through, and with the many trials and different tribulations. Can you tell me how that experience and others like um, affected your mental health during those years waiting to have a child, to be a dad, all the experiences of moving to Europe, uh, you know, how, you know, like to a point where you acknowledge that mental health is real. Yeah, I mean, mental health, I think it's real. It's, it's, uh, It's something that you take care of. You need to take care of your mental health, your beats, and that sometimes we 
James 5 when you say mental health first, it's the ability to keep your mind in a working order that you're right. able to make decisions, right? You're able to control yourself when you need to make decisions under pressure, all these kind of things. Yeah. And different people have different degrees of uh, struggles. I will be honest though, the, the childbearing thing, every so often it came up, I felt it. I loved kids, I loved hanging out with kids, and sometimes like, oh, I wish and you that those dark days, those dark days. It's not something that I carried around as a burden, uh, because I, like I said, we talked about with, with my wife, and then we we, were, we, we we got through it. What really got me in a difficult mental health space was really my work at moving to a new city, where um, you don't know anybody, and your wife can say UTI while you're traveling, and you, you, uh, you need a tract infection. Um, and you're, because you're moving to a new country, you're financially strained, you're still trying to get a, a, a better apartment, you're still trying to get all these things, you're still trying to settle in a way. And I don't even have any money left with her. And I'm thinking, what the heck am I doing? And I, had, I traveled so much during that time, and that used to eat me up because um, what if I fail at work? I don't have mine. What if some, the worst happens while well, she's, she's I'm away from her? Those used to, those are the things that used to get me into mental health. And the, the challenges at work, um, trying to get your space, trying to fit in, trying to make people understand. Because they just look at your skin and, and think, we can step over you, we can push you around, Not you're not as brilliant. Uh, and and until they hear you speak, until they they just assume even from what those are the things that really caught me a lot, and and those can hit you again. I've heard you speak about it on the podcast, but I also believe in it. God helps me through that prayer. My Christian faith yeah. prayer. It doesn't mean I don't feel down, and sometimes I don't even feel like praying. Talking to my wife, talking to you. Yeah. When we, we, you and I have like three and a half hour calls, like mm. until I don't know what happens. Our batteries run out and things. So, yeah, I think those are the thing, the challenges of moving to a new city and finding my own space in a, in a work environment that's multicultural and um, being a, a person of Af- African descent, the perception that people have of you and how they treat you best on the color of your skin. Yeah. Those got me. Yeah. Would you say, like, your experience uh, having been in, in Rome, perhaps over four years and uh, having you and Chipo deciding like how you deal with the specific aspect of um, can we say it like it's a form of racism yeah. you know what I mean has that helped you like deal with it in a new country different different yes. country in Europe to, to kind of cope with that because yes. it's a different environment yes. also the, the way you get it in Rome will be different, different from the way you get it in Germany Absolutely. the way you get it in the yeah. US <laughs> but yeah, but so, so yeah. yes, it did, and that conversation we had it uh, around. We moved to Rome in May 2018, and we were having that conversation in September. Because mm-hmm. every that's the whole complaint. You work in an environment where there are a few black people, you see a few black people, and they talk about it. And then me and Chip were like, "This, we're not going to carry around bitterness. It's real." And you know what happens when you you have that perspective? It's not that I ignore it. 
is I, if my mind doesn't look for it. When it happens, I address right. it. I deal with it. But I'm not looking for it. And therefore, I'm free. I'm not controlled by how people treat me or how they choose to treat me. And that's perspective. And, and, and again, I learned to call at work. I learned to call it out. Not necessarily racism, but if somebody treats me less than I, they should have treat me, treated me or deal with me, and respectfully by the side. Have a conversation with them. I know what you are doing. I don't behave like that. I don't. I wouldn't do it to you. But please, do the right thing. Yeah. I, I don't tolerate it, but I also don't orchestrate going office. Right. The, the, the solution to some of the challenges is not... You can't... It, maybe it's a bit tricky to, for me to say this, but you can't always fight fire with fire. Right. You pour water on it. There's yeah. no fire. Yeah. Yeah. There are times when you've got to fight, yeah. right? But it's not that's, you have to understand. Wisdom. Wisdom. Is the principal thing. That's, that's how I... I, can't, I won't add anything more to that. Yeah. Knowing what to do and when to do it. Yeah. There's one question that I just thought of. It takes us back a bit and we'll come back to this material space. But um, I think my, many people would want to ask this. Did you ever consider, and it's relation to the challenge of having a child, did you ever consider adoption at some point? Yes, it's interesting to say that. Uh, December 2018, um, this was when everything, when you're talking about mental health, when everything crumbled on you, right? And especially in this child of, or in this space of childbearing. So every year, I would sit down and write my goals and what we want to achieve, what I want as a family, as an individual, my career, da da da, da and so on. And so I sat down and I would always, ever since we got married, I would always say, this year we should have a child, right? Like that. And I refused to write this. I was sitting by myself praying about my goals and whatever. And I said, God, I'm not going to write this because I'm okay if it doesn't happen. I'm tired of hoping. So I kind of gave up and I refused to write it. And then that night, I spoke, I was speaking to Chip and I hey, we had spoken about it before. I, I, think, I, I think I've given up. Can we adopt? Just adopt. You asked that as well, yeah? Yeah, exactly. And she hates dogs. <laughs> and when now you tie them like to a child, I, I mean, like, yeah. that's the first thing that we're so we yeah. not having a child, so we should yeah. have a dog. So, yes, we, I, we always say to keep an option if we wanted, but um, I, I think if she had said yes, we would definitely have then started going through the process of thinking what are we going to do, where are we going to adopt. Uh, and, and, but it didn't progress beyond that. It was always an option, though. Yeah. It's, it's a, I think it's one of the things that, I, I mean, for me, we were having opportunities to have kids, but sometimes it just didn't work out. But I got to that point as well. And we, again, you know, the things that you're speaking about, I like talk about it. Like, if you talk through these yes. things, because you don't like, if this doesn't work out, this is what I would do. Yeah. Like, can we do this? Yes. Does it make sense? Then you think through it. Like, like for Sarah, it was like, I would love 
would be good if we adopt. But I don't know if I would be a good mother to that child. I would always treat me like I'm not, yeah. you know. Whereas maybe my love for child can go beyond. Right. It doesn't have to be right. mine. Like for me, it's a big deal. But like can I ask at which point were you thinking of adopting? So I think I think it was the second time when we wanted a uh, second child. Because it, it became a big deal, like Tyler being on his own. Yeah. It was really like off, so yeah. off. And then we, we couldn't have a yeah. second child. And the experiences of, of losing a child is just, yeah. it's, it scars you. Yeah. We move on of our life. But we're like, I think we should just adopt. You know? uh-huh. Maybe we adopt and then uh, we talk through it and she's like, ah. And it made sense to me. Like I never thought of that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I wouldn't love. Them. I would love them, but there's always this thing I, I would, which would make me right. not to be the best mother. But like it made sense, you know. And uh, ultimately, God did give us yeah. a second child. So, but I think it's it's important we talk about it because there are people out there, right? And um, if you haven't talked about it, you don't know. You know what I mean. And uh, I always wonder sometimes also, and I've heard this before, where people like decide to adopt, then have their child of their own, and then the dynamics also have to change. So it's, uh, I don't know, I can't speak to that experience, yeah, yeah, but I've heard about it. So yeah. anyway, so I thought maybe we should go back to that. But, but yeah, uh, going back to mental health space, one of the things that, like when you think about it, like, Mental health, you defined it brilliantly, is about put, keeping your mind in the best shape, you know, mm-hmm. being in the best shape. Because if it's not, there's effects, even physically, on yeah, the yeah, body as well. And uh, often, in Christian, we are believers yeah. here, and I, I don't back down from putting it out there on my podcast. Like, we are believers and people of faith, so that in our circles, can struggle with your mental health. There's something wrong with your Christianity and that. But um, I wanted to hear because it's a sensitive thing. Right. Nobody actually says yeah. they can. And sometimes it's a credit to people who yeah. say I'm going through a challenging yeah. thing, but they don't realize you the don't mental space. Yeah, is not there. So uh, and some areas you can't even talk about. Mm. You know, but. Uh, Tell me how you've kind of balanced leaning. You mean uh, leaning into your faith and still being able to practically deal with uh, your mental health issues and how 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 have you kind of you spoke about it earlier, but how have you kind of balanced into your faith and also practically challenging? Yeah. I, I think relationships and human relationships are about talking and conversation, right? Uh, challenges in the family, challenges at work, challenges you talk about it to someone, yeah, and someone might get you out of your head. We were, it's just a few weeks ago, we were saying, like, when I'm thinking about something internally, I'm, I'm only adding my own opinions and my own thoughts, but when I bring it out and I'm telling you, <laughs> maybe even while I'm saying it, I was like, that sounds as stupid as I <laughs> <laughs> As it is. As it is. And, I, and to think that I, that's what I wanted to exactly. do and I was building on that. And I, or even before another person tells you, what a stupid idea you've been <laughs> keeping like, in your head, right? Yeah. And that's why, it's, that's first and foremost, and that's why I, was, I think it's very delicate. You know, it's not delicate. I, mean, you know, I, I reverse my words. It's 
in Christian circles, we don't talk about real issues. Like, they very rarely will you find someone who will come out and say, hey, you know, if I was, I was giving this example, I, 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 I will, when I was in here, and it's one thing I miss at my church, Sunday, worship service, afternoon we go for evangelism and follow up at the campus ministry, Monday we have Bible study in the evening after work, uh, Tuesday we had like a leaders meeting, and Thursday, Thursday uh, Bible service, often on Friday there will be an overnight, Saturday there will be um, uh, a training for all the lay workers, people who work in the church. So it's like only one day, Wednesday, to record with uh, William, mighty Wednesday. Um, so if I on, on a Tuesday, uh, maybe after three weeks, I'm exhausted and I'm like, I won't go to leaders meeting today. What do you think I'll say? I'm not going to let or I'm not going to let. probably lying about it. Right. Instead of saying, I'm, I'm tired. tired. You're burned out. I'm tired today. I won't make it. That means I won't preach or do lead a Bible study on Sunday. That's that's certification. Don't attend leaders. But that's okay. I need to rest. Or on a Saturday, say, I can't make it, guys. I need to rest. The first reaction, you're not serious about God. You're not <laughs> backslidden. You're backslidden, whatever. And that is... The bit, the bit in our Christian circles that we struggle with, and I've become an advocate to the point like I don't care if someone says I'm less of faith, but I bring out the issue. I'm tired. Oh, guys, let this doesn't work. This doesn't need praying. It needs all of us to put money mm-hmm. together and help this person. Right. Yeah. So I, I think I'm, I'm, I, I like to think I'm balanced out of that. Right. Yeah. Give. Case in point, you know this story very, very well. Ginger and Coco want to get in the podcast. Yeah, everybody uh, wants in on this podcast, yeah, even the dogs. <laughs> you know, when I was having all those challenges in, in my work a year or so ago, yeah. there was a part of me that needed to pray about it, to calm myself. Then there was a time to, to make a decision to leave. Mm-hmm. If it's a toxic environment, and you want to change change people you can't leave this job you have to stay God will open your own no 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 no. there's a time to act there's a time for everything and I think the mental health taking care of our mental health sometimes may, requires us to do things most of the time it requires us to do things yeah. step away if it's in a marriage abusive marriage step yeah, away even if you love the person you step yeah. away for a few weeks that person also gets this to understand. Like, you know, I'm doing this, something helpful. This um, in 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 the Christian circles, if we have people, pastors or not, who hit their wives or we their husbands and and all these things, and you stay in there, you don't talk about those issues. You can, I can't leave him. Divorce is wrong. Yes, God doesn't want divorce, but also doesn't want you to die uh, in yeah, the house. He has a purpose. We for don't you. want you to die earlier. You can step away from the situation. And one of the ways. To de-escalate, we have kids Thailand, Giovanni, pulling each other with Giovanni. The one of the simplest ways to de-escalate a situation is to walk away from it. Yes. The other person might even call you names, a coward, and whatever, but you they can't do what they they're doing do if you're not there. Yes. These are not things that in Christian circles you talk. And and I think the the first thing is just reality. People who tell you the truth, who tell you how hard all these things, miscarriages, childlessness very rampant in the church and they're not it's not because God is not doing 
anything. It's because we're not talking about we're not sharing experiences and say, This happened to me, don't worry. Yeah. You know what? Just focus on this in yeah. you be you and, and you can talk to me. And yeah. you talk tell me about it. Oh my wife and I are quarreling a lot. Are you not are you praying, my brother? No. Well, the question is, what are you quarreling about? Is it finances? Is it exactly. these things? Yeah. So, um, I, I think you're, you're, you're spot on in the church. It's, uh, it's, I don't know, it's a hard one. But for me, uh, I lean into my faith, but I'm also pragmatic. Um, if you want, yeah, you have to do something. There's a path for you to do as well. Great. That's, that's awesome because I think and there are times when, you know, I always put it this way. No matter how much you love doing something, you can't do it forever. Sometimes mm-hmm. it just overwhelms. Even that mm-hmm. thing you love doing is overwhelming. And there are times when, like, I can give you an example. Like, last year was crazy mm-hmm. in terms of work at change. I was, health-wise, I was not there. And then my other co-leader was in there, and I was really, I was burnt up. I've been telling myself, like, starting into this year, I feel, like, exhausted, exhausted. I'm yeah. struggling, you know, yeah. to do things that led to my faith. Yeah. That, and, and most people, when they think about Christianity and faith, they just think it's you're just going there to preach or you live in a bubble. Or they don't live. The practicality of Christianity is that you live in reality. Right. You face everything everyone faces. I always say it's the hope yeah. that differentiates us, you know, like, the, the life here is not the end yeah, of it. If yeah. I don't make it here, it doesn't mean yeah, I'm yeah, done for, yeah. you know, like it's that hope to know that, first of all, someone else has walked this walk and uh-huh. uh, persevered and uh, been victorious in it and I'm trusting in them. Right. Like, you know, that's Christ. That's the center of our Christian, our faith is hope, is that yeah. despite or in spite of what you're going through. Also, so there are times when you're like, you know what, I'm reading the Bible and I'm getting nothing. nothing. Yep. I'm praying, but I don't want to pray. Right. You know, like that's a real human feeling. Yeah. And that's what we're talking about. He was saying, can we be practical about it? Can we be practical about faith? So when you are praying, you're praying, look, I don't feel like praying. Yeah. Can you help me with yeah. this? You know, and yeah. God, what God often does is God doesn't always, there are times when he has stepped in, yeah. you know, but often it's wisdom. Everything yeah. is based on wisdom. Yeah. Like he gives you the wisdom on what to yeah. do. Yeah. Often you'll be like, ah, you know what? It's yeah. because I really don't want to yeah. do it, but I have to do yeah. it. Something like that. There's always that wisdom yeah. to do with it. So uh, definitely something that I love. Uh, I love that you you bring out um, in balance to that. So yeah. Um, okay, we are quite done here. We're like one hour thirty minutes so far, but. There's something I want to ask you. So, uh, I thought I thought about say the last time you were here was like 2021, mm-hmm. 2021, and I think when you I don't know if it's that trip, but I think it's that trip when you are here. I felt like you you're not really that excited to be back home, and you didn't. Maybe it was some of the issues that you're going through at work or some of the challenges that you're going through, but you're not that excited mm. to be here. You, I mean, coming here always is always like yeah. a big thing, but it wasn't. I sort of noticed a big difference this time around, like you're all excited about yeah. it. And I was wondering where that's coming from. 
Yeah, I think there's there's two things I think that were happening then. Yes, work was just there's no other way to put it. Hell, mm. yeah, I'm I'm good at my job. Everything was going well, but I just had a tough situation in the, in the team that I was working in. That was it. Then we had lost Mam Luce. Chipo's aunt was really close with Chipo, and that was it for the first. For the first time we were going to come here, she was not there. Mm-hmm. She didn't get to hold Giovanni that really bad. At the time, I was actually seeing a, a grief counselor from work and mm-hmm. was having calls at the So that those those things were really heavy on me. And I was in the middle of a transition and decided I was going to leave the United Nations and I was looking for space. And then there was a big question coming home. I, I, I had this very burden and I was just telling Chipo this yesterday. This burden, for the first time, it was true that every time I leave home, I might not come back to find the people I'll find. And I, I didn't know where I was really belong. Do I want to be here with the people that I love so that I can spend as much time with them? Um, like you, I, I was just so... There's so many things going in my mind. I actually... I don't know if Sarah told you that, that time. I came... During, when we came during that year, we, you took me to the, to the plot, our house. Your house, yeah. yeah. And I felt like I didn't feel excited enough for you to tell that you've done a good job doing that for me. And I told Sarah, I think I'm just struggling with living in two worlds. And I think maybe Jay even thought I didn't like the job that he did at, at my plot. Because I was, I was just in a in a kind of a hazy space. And this is the mental health that we're talking about is dealing with so many different things and and it yeah, yeah yeah, it, it, I, but those three things I think were really the, the most difficult part. The difference now is I'm so sure like yes, we live apart where we started, like we live apart, uh, my the rest of my family lives here. Um but I'm not away from you. I'm not away. I'm social now. Even if I won't come every year, I may not be able to come every year. The difference is now I'm social. I'm, I know where I am. Yeah. And again, there's no other way to beat a bully other than to face him, even if he batters you down. So I face all the challenges that I was facing. There's some, I mean, if we're talking about mental health, mm. you have to push on, right? Yeah. Pushed on act on what needs to be acted. I left that job. I got through the grief uh, of, of Mam Nuse. I I understood that, as you say, my journey, I'm not in Zambia. Maybe one day I'll come back, but that's, that's not where I am at this stage of my life. And it's just reality. I can always talk to you. I can always talk to mom. I can go. Whatever happens in, is anyway outside my control. All of the bigger things, not everything, but like a lot of the bigger things and and worrying and stressing about it. So yes, I'm in a better space. I was excited. We have so many plans. Some of the things we haven't done yeah. on this trip, but we still did a lot of the, uh, the Italian lunch. We had, uh, when we made homemade Italian lunch for Christmas. Yeah. It's just fun. I have, I have no stress. I didn't, I didn't have a car to travel around, but it was just, Chilling. Yeah, like you go with the flow, like you know. Yes. The best plan is let, to have no plan at all. And just and go to your point. I let go. 
Yeah. I let go. I just let go of everything that was burdening me. Yeah. So, so one of the things that I want us to, to close with is, you know, uh, I mean, you're doing, uh, and people don't know this, that you're doing like stand-up comedy. Yeah. You know, like, by the way, uh, this segment is called the twin segment. <laughs> any, any stuff people wonder about twins and they don't know. Uh, what's really what's the big fuss about twins? Yeah. It's, there's always been a big fuss about twins in the world from the foundations yeah. of the world, and they're always yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and with identical twins. For those of you who don't agree, with identical twins that's your big deal. But for identical twins, it's even more. But any twins, it's just there's just something about it. Uh, we're not more special than anybody else. We're just special. <laughs> we just want to put it out there. Just want to put it out there. That's why you so, look at us like, whoa, yeah. twins. Yeah. So some of the material you use a lot in your stand-up shows is uh, a lot to do with twins, yeah. which is a, something that I think you're really good at. We've yeah. already got like a good sense of humor. Yeah. Most of our humor is not funny to people because they don't understand yeah, it. Yeah. But Oh, it's at their expense. But <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's really German. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so so a lot of it is about. So I I wanna share a story, like you know, growing up, the, some of the fun facts about twins. If you are twins and you've been bullied, you are weak. <laughs> <laughs> Can I just say, you are weak. We've never been bullied. So back in the day, like okay, we were, we got to primary school, and like people, there's just people who wanted to pick on yeah, us, yeah. maybe because we're not rich, or maybe they didn't <laughs> think we're cool. They were just, you know, sometimes twins are irritating. Just looking at them, like two people, I can't tell apart, and then it's, it's so we were never bullied. In primary school, people just assumed like. If you fight with a twin, one of them will like, yeah, they'll, they'll come, they'll, you have to fight with both of them, people, it's yeah. not safe. And, and we're not really like fighters, you know what I mean? <laughs> then back in the day, going to secondary school, we went to a Catholic school and Catholic schools, yeah, everything happens at yeah, Catholic schools yeah. and it was a boys school and, uh, and, and you know, they bully you if you're in yeah, the yeah. first, eighth grade yeah. and the ninth graders, tenth graders, yeah. or they want to bully you and whatnot. And, and we were never bullied. Everyone else was bullied. We were like so cheap. So like, that's like one of the fun things I remember. Like we were never bullied. Like you, you always, not, unlike most people, we don't even think of it like, oh, if, if someone wants to fight me, my brother is going to yeah. join me. He may not join yeah, you. I will be like, well, why you want to pick a fight with that dude? I'm going to ask you, why you pick a fight with that dude? Like, ah, yeah, let's talk yeah, about yeah, it after no, like, like, I'm like, <laughs> finish your transaction with him, then we can come and talk. So that's one of the fun facts. We were never bullied because the myth is that you don't fight with twins because they were both Join the fight. Right. So we got away with that one. But also we're quite cheek, you know. Yeah, I mean, like I no one is pushing us down. Yeah, I think there was a bit of uh how do I put it? Naivety. Because you go you like this dude is super big, he's an eleventh grade, yeah. I'm in eighth grade. But I'm not bugging down. But I'm like, yeah. Yeah. You know you you, you, you answer back at yeah. him. I I I, I kind of put them off. A bit. Showers, yeah. we're, we're risk takers from, uh, from yeah, yeah, that was pretty dangerous though. <laughs> <laughs> I got smacked once, but then he got to dig a pit. 
Yeah, it's exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one other fun thing I can think of is like uh you always get like this this attention with people like they're always asking you are you twins yeah. or oh, what and like they'll ask the most obvious question. At first it's irritating. Then afterwards like you know what we could have fun with this yeah. you know like <laughs> no you give all sorts of answers yeah, like, and people are so like so gullible I could not on on it's a, it's funny I use this in my short stand up shows as well like they're, they're sitting on the edge whatever answer you give oh really we're not twins we're just this is my my elder brother I was like really but you do look alike I was like yeah 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 exactly yeah and you could say anything, anything and everyone would follow like oh Wow, you look like it could be twins. Yeah, we're just yeah. brothers, and you could give any answer, and people yeah, would take it. Questions are just can I just say they're just plain stupid. stupid. I know, right? Yeah, you people who are not twins, you you really need to think through what when you utter those questions because they sound as stupid as you think they are. <laughs> do you do you so do you like the same things? Yeah. Like, oh, so like. This is one one stupid one I hated from when we were kids. Like when when you guys fight, who wins? Yeah, you know, like, or, or stuff like, do you do you always agree with your brother? I'm like, no. Oh, okay, yes, we never we've never disagreed. Like people assume like I can't get upset at you and you can't get upset. Like yeah, exactly. But the answer to that question, like when you guys fight, who wins? The answer is mom. She wallops both of us. <laughs> What's the point? And then you have to sit together. I'm like, so, so we so just we got, fought. we work together to get a beating. Like, that, that was very successful. Yeah. Well, that was good collaboration. <laughs> or, or the other stupid question I got, um, which was like, oh, you, Ralph, you're a twin. And I use it in my shots. Ralph, you're a twin. Okay. Can twins tell the future? I'm telling you this. <laughs> no one has ever asked me that, no, no, but, no, like, but I, I could have fun with that. I, I, I was like, I should have just said, yeah, actually, we are, we do a lot of fortune telling. I could tell your future. Do you have five euro? Yeah. So your future, let me see. Let's see, you have a dot here and there. My twin brother is saying, you are an idiot. <laughs> and he's right. <laughs> and you will be an idiot in 10 years. <laughs> Even even this one, like we were talking about it earlier in the show, like your where's your brother? You see, so are you following him? Like, no, I'm not. <laughs> oh yes, I'm just waiting for him to send the airplane ticket. I'll be going there. Like, why would you I'm like, up from the, I'm like what's So the did you also marry twins? Oh, like, did, did you provide some? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's crazy. Like are but, you identical? Oh, and this this is this one irritates me to the core. I can't even yeah, I can't it. So, uh, okay, so you guys are identical. Oh, do you have a picture? Let me see your brother. You don't really look. Yeah, I know. Like, I'm I trying to look. prove you. Right. Like, I don't, I don't you know what? Prove. You know what? I, I, you don't have to. T- it's not about looking. at We are identical twins because we split from the same egg. It's not. It's not like, the, the science. You people like science, and you don't want to listen to the science. But that's the thing. And like we. We started to with, with when we started with the show. Like a lot of the things that make twins identical are not things that you actually yeah, see. Yeah. You never get no. to see them. Ask maybe our parents or relatives or our closest friends, and they'll tell you. Or our wives. Yeah. Trust our wives. They they they're probably not approving of us sitting <laughs> here together already. So a lot of those things you don't get them. Like that telegnotic thing is yeah. real. Yeah. You know what I mean? I can yes. sense. What did you just call it? Come on, dude. <laughs> hey man, 
I'm not, this is not a word. It is a word. <laughs> what? It's a word. I made it up. <laughs> Yo, that's exactly that's exactly <laughs> how they made language. <laughs> Listen, that's a, that's exactly how they made l- language. Like, this is called a boy. Why? <laughs> <laughs> like in English, it's a boy, but but has anyone ever thought of why it's just boy and this is a girl? Does it doesn't mean anything because it's just by association. Tele- so I'm telepathy. Okay, look, we call it telepathic here. <laughs> but anyway, this telepathic thing about twins is real. Like I can sense if he's not. So I won't even know sometimes that it's relating to to you, but I will know that something is wrong. Like. Pretty, pretty. Exactly. <laughs> it's, it's so real. And then, but that sense, or, and this used to happen a lot in, in, in basketball, you know, like, I can, I know exactly where you are, yeah. and I know what you're going to do next. Right, right. Exactly. I'll put that pass there because you know, ex- it's just, it's just, it's a thing. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a real thing. So, and it's weird. I agree with you. It's weird for you. Like, how do you know? How do you, it's just that thing. So, I, I don't know if you, when you're on your own, you can sense where somebody else, even wives and husbands have been trying to get to this point <laughs> for centuries to get to a point where I know what he's thinking. You know? <laughs> it's like, you know? Who do you have as your next of kin? That's a tough one. That's don't, I know no, 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 no. That's a tough one. A like tough it's always one. a tough one when I'm filling out the form. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Ah, I am married. Yeah, yeah like, but, but she's not she probably she's picking not, the phone. She can't be the <laughs> next of kin. Nah, but but your brother is out of the country. He's gonna pick up. <laughs> if you call him, he'll pick up. <laughs> he doesn't have a handbag. Nah, he won't say my phone is in the handbag. Or if you call him twice, he knows it's to pick up. <laughs> You know, and he won't find six missed calls and say, "Oh, I just thought you were trying to." <laughs> you, I'm trying to what? I don't call people six times, you know. Yeah. yeah. So there's things like that. What what other fun thing can you think about? Yeah, my favorite is when we were kids, and I use it in my show as well, because we you always even now we get attention, but when we were kids, it's, it's massive because we then we looked alike. You just. Look exactly the same. It was more, I think, tolerable than when you're adult. Yeah, because I mean, this is the point, right? You you're walking around, and then people are like, "Oh my God, twins! Oh, you guys are so cute!" And then they give here's some ten kocha, go get something. <laughs> but now, they're like, "Oh my God, queen, are you twins?" Nobody gives money Nobody to two gives grown men. Two grown men, exactly. You know, that that was that was was fun. Oh, do you remember when we went to collect our grade 12 results and then um, the headmaster is like, I don't know how this happened, but you had the same point. <laughs> I know, I remember. He went, they went to great extents, like to put us in separate, like, separate days so far from each other. Like, so he, 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 he remembered that, like, how did you get the same we were just disappointed that we were we expected to get better results yeah and that's how he cared about that's how you cared but like how did you get this I'm thinking but you do realize all the difference just we got different grades just that they added up yeah you know like he was so amazed that was really funny yeah that was funny and 
Uh, I remember switching classes. That was fun. Teachers never, never really. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Switching. Oh, you collecting my results in college? No, that that I still do. Yeah, I don't know. If yeah, you I don't. Do that. Don't know. Yeah, we did. Okay. But oh, driving to Chipata, and then I, I don't know where I put my driver's license. I could and then, my, put, and then I just showed the 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 Osamai yours, and he did. He did. Okay, ah, okay. Oh, good. Go. <laughs> oh, I crossed the Zim border with your passport. Yeah, exactly. That we was, switch passports. That yeah. was uh, something else. What else did you do? Uh, I remember there's a, something that happened. I'm trying to remember. Ah, it's gone. The worst part was like you had to get a beating for for but for you someone else doing something. Like if you do something, it's either you get the whooping together. Oh yeah, I got, I, I used that much. That's yeah. my my favorite part of the of, of my stand up show. Like where, where you go, like you did something, and then I walk in, and mom gives just gives me the. Because I was the first on the scene, and she's then later on she realizes she got the wrong twin, and so now uh, she can't unbeat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you go, what, how do you do that? Man's Control done plus now. Control plus, man's done now. Control plus <laughs> so then she, but she feels really bad. She, yeah. she sits us down and and then says, uh, uh, "I'm so sorry that this happened. Um, it will never happen again. The next time any of you does something, I'm going to ask which one of you did it, and we." Both of them. <laughs> like, that's happened for sure. Yeah, like, that's, the, that's, what, that's what happened. Oh, like, oh, G did something. Why didn't you stop it? All right. The, the guy made his own decision. <laughs> 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 you're supposed to, and dad, like, that was dad's favorite. Like, he's, he's like, you, you're supposed to tell me. Uh, you wanted to yeah. do it. Exactly. <laughs> what did you expect me? Join him? <laughs> <laughs> the other bit I, I, I always found funny was the, 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 I appreciate when when we talk about the differences between us, we have different personalities, but I like it's a, it's a mystery, right? We're exactly the same and yet different. And that's it was dad's thing to dress us alike, buy things exactly the same. It was mom's thing to buy us different things yeah. because she, women know. Yeah, she wanted <laughs> us to be. I like we. I don't know whatever she was doing, but like it was great. It was a great, and these two things never—they never communicated this to me. No, no. So it was like, okay, let's go shopping. You're getting the blue thing. You're getting the black thing. We go shopping with that. Everybody Both of you are getting that. Like it was. Yeah. It was always interesting those dynamics as well. Oh, but but he always bought different toys. Do you remember? No, no. The cars, the cars would be different. It would either be oh, different colors or different oh, shapes. Oh, yeah, the cars, yes. They were always different. Yeah, Even when we got the Formula One, yes. I remember the Formula One. was white, one was black or grayish. He always yeah, did that. Yeah, but yeah. with the clothes, forget it. Are the clothes, no. With shoes, no. Things like with the toys, you're specific. Right? Unless they were really like, you couldn't differentiate. Maybe the shop always just had the two, two different things. I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, the space shuttles were the same. The same. The space shuttles were the same. Fighter jets. Fighter jets. Yeah. yeah. I can remember every single toy Dad got for us. Like yeah. that's that's really cool, you know. Yeah, those, those were cool. But Tyler was asking me about this today. Like, but I was like, why do you like special? I was like, because the, the space shuttle I got, even though now we've got SpaceX from Elon Musk, yeah. I don't like it because I love space shuttles. Yeah, like, them out, but like the shape oh, of the, you, the yeah, space shuttle, I'm always attached to that. 
was like, it's a plane. No, it's not a plane. And, it's a and the building, you know, like all the fancy things they do with uh, like the SpaceX and the new spacecraft. Yeah. Like, they're, they're different. They're new amazing technology and all that. But the build, the science, like, it, it kind of, it's like a plane, but that the yeah. plane that goes in space. That yeah. was what it was all about. I mean, it was like, dangerous. That's what it was. Yeah. Oh, dangerous, yeah. for sure. We don't want to bore people with space shuttles and all that, but uh, it's been great fun, amazing to do this. Um, I think doing a podcast is like uh, one of the things we've always wanted yeah, to do. Yeah. Uh, um, we've been spied on a lot of times, and Google has, as well as um, the CIA have stolen all our ideas, ideas for pod- naming a podcast. We came up with Drop Boss. Drop Boss Podcast. That was going to be a... But we can still do that. That's going to be like a sport radio heads talk yeah. show for sports. Yeah. Drop, but that I think is, is someone already has it. We do, but we could like put differently. Like you could Drop Boss Podcast. You could share the same name, but it's... A, yeah. That, that would be cool. Like, you, you do. remember when we wanted to do that whole program on like ZNBC on the national television, like we wanted to host the sports because because no one is doing sports like in Zambia. Like they do sports, they but do not the now. way. Like it would be interesting. It's not backed up. It's all choreographed and all. Like I don't know if people would appreciate it, but I mean it would be like. I mean, it's, you will start. I mean, at worst, if you do a YouTube show, the worst is people don't click on your link, <laughs> but you do it anyway, right? Yeah. Everybody started somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, it's uh, a great uh, privilege of having you on this yeah. show. I think it's, uh, it's one of the coolest things I've always wanted to yeah, do. We do uh, almost everything together. Yeah. Uh, it's like riding bikes together. Yeah. We've always done it for years yeah. and years, and it feels different. Yeah. It's super fun. It's super I really fun. enjoyed it, and I'm uh, glad we managed to do it finally. Yeah, finally. Um, the next one we do is virtual. Yeah, we do a virtual one via Zencaster. Yeah. All right. Super. We are out. Check the statistics. <laughs> Man's done, done, done now. now. <laughs> we are out. <laughs> Whoa, man. That was such great fun. Ralph and I always have fun doing stuff together. This was no exception. And you know what? I too learned a lot from him throughout this conversation. You can learn something from anyone, including your own clone. <laughs> well, that does it for this episode of the Pretender Podcast. Please continue to send in your feedback or the contact provided in the episode notes. Please remember to rate and review my show. And if you don't want to miss an episode, bookmark it on Apple Podcasts or follow my show wherever you get your podcast from. And you'll get notifications every time I post an episode. Thanks for listening. I'm out. Inaendeshwa na Afribots.